Hello and welcome to Food Neighborhoods on Monocle 24. I am Markus Hippi. As many of you find yourselves spending more time at home, we do follow suit, stay a bit more domestic and delve into the world of great recipes. Today we hear how foraged ingredients can provide a creative spin on a simple recipe from British chef Harriet Mansell. Hi, my name is Harriet Mansell. I am the owner-chef of a brand new little restaurant in Lyme Regis called Robin Wild. We opened the doors on the 28th of October 2020. So a wildly inconvenient moment to open your doors to the public. <laughs> the restaurant really looks to shine a light on the local and seasonal produce that we have around us in abundance. We are very fortunate to be placed in an area where there are an awful lot of really, really good farmers and fishermen and we have lots of wild foods around us. We're placed right by the seaside. As I speak now, I'm looking out the window at the sea and it's just a really lovely part of the world to be in. We're blessed with lots of seaweeds and sea herbs and throughout the year we keep a close eye on how ingredients change and we try to utilise those in our cooking. So the recipe I'm going to talk to you about today is really just something that I consider a staple recipe at home. So I'm proposing quite an adaptable and versatile recipe that uses fridge staples and really whatever you can find growing around you. So we're going to look at basically a frittata or an omelette, depending on what language you want to use to describe your egg-based dish. We're going to use cheeses from our area. I like to use ogle shields. It's a Somerset cheese that is particularly melty, shall we say. It is a very good alternative to raclette. If you can get raclette, that's obviously always delicious. And coastal cheddar, it's a really nice, crunchy, vintage strength cheddar with those nice crystals inside that are just so satisfying. And because I like to layer cheese upon cheese upon cheese as a personal preference, I'm also going to use some feta in my recipe today. To make my frittata, I would suggest that you find a non-stick frying pan. You would want to crack your eggs and season them and then heat some butter in your frying pan. Ideally, find a frying pan that the handle can go in the oven. If you can't, then I would suggest perhaps setting aside a baking dish to potentially bake your eggs. So what I really like about this recipe is that you're using eggs, you're using butter, you're using cheese. And then the thing that's going to really make it interesting is the use of whatever wild herbs and ingredients you can find. So we're at a time of year where wild garlic is starting to sprout up absolutely everywhere. And really there's wild garlic, other varieties throughout the whole year. So it doesn't even matter if you're not in the typical wild garlic season, because there are other things that you can find, such as three-cornered leek, all members of the Allium family that can be really, really delicious and quite easy to identify. I think wild garlic's a really good ingredient for novice foragers to start off identifying because it shoots up at a specific time of year they have these quite distinct spear-shaped leaves you know you, you'll go looking for them in a woodland area it's always a kind of moist sheltered area and the first thing you do to test if it's wild garlic is crush it between your fingers and if it smells like garlic it's a bit of a fail safe so I always say that's a good one for people to start foraging with if they're not familiar with foraging. The other wild herb that I'd like to propose using in a dish at this time of year is something called hairy bittercress. It doesn't sound particularly appealing however 
it is very delicious. It's a member of the mustard family. It's very peppery, has a very watercress, like rocket-like flavour. And it's something that if you can find it, it's just a free, delicious salad leaf. In this recipe, I, I like to just dress it at the very end and put it on top of the finished omelette. Back to the frying off the butter, you're going to get some chopped shallots and place those in your pan and saute those until golden. At this stage, when I'm making a frittata, I tend to just sling in all of my veggies from my last night's dinner. I eat roasted veggies a lot, so there's always a bowl of those in my fridge. But basically what I'm saying is you can use whatever ingredients you like. This is a frittata, it is a cupboard staple, and you want to take your wild herbs and loosely chop those, set them to one side. So back to sautéing off your shallots in the pan, add some of your loosely chopped wild garlic leaves and soften pop in your roasted veggies if you're going to use them or not it doesn't matter add in your cheeses as I said I like to use feta cheddar and ogle shield cover with your whisked egg mixture and reduce the heat on the pan to medium you can shuffle it around a little bit you know just to get some even cooking on the bottom but then let it sit on a medium heat and that will help with the caramelization on the underside of your omelette or frittata at this point what I did mean to say earlier is that you ought to have preheated your oven to about 180 degrees centigrade. Always preheat your oven, it's essential because you want your frittata to go into a nice hot oven to finish cooking. Before I am ready to put it into the oven, I like to add some extra cheese on top because that's going to really go golden, bubbly and caramelly and delicious. And I always like to add a few extra pieces of the torn wild garlic as well. I kind of half nestle them into the mix and half leave them sticking out so the exposed part of the leaf is really ready to crisp up. So we pop it into the oven and we leave it in there for about, depending on the thickness, five to ten minutes until it's started to set and the cheese on top has gone really nice and golden. And when it's done, You'll know because it will smell delicious. Pull it out, let it settle before turning it out and then portion. This for me is the bit where you get to dress up your essentially very simple food with whatever wild herbs you can find around you. As I said, my hairy bittercress salad is just so tasty because it really, really is very similar to a watercress and rocket salad. I found some chickweed near me lately and so I would mix that through as well. Another really easily identifiable, delicious, kind of slightly succulent salad ingredient. I dress them with some extra virgin olive oil, lemon juice and salt, so very simply just to let the flavours shine and drop those on top of the omelette. This is the kind of food that you want to eat, breakfast, lunch or dinner, every day and it doesn't matter how much you make of it because you know you can always take a slice from the fridge perhaps a couple of hours later. And more often than not, when I'm making something like this, perhaps for friends, and I want to make it more of a showcase meal, I would slice it up and put it in the centre of the table, cover it with your beautiful wild herb salad. And I'd probably make a wild garlic mayonnaise to go on the side. Mayonnaise is such a simple thing to make yourself and also so satisfying. If you take some egg yolks, separate them from the whites and pop the yolks into a bowl. I like to add a teaspoon of Dijon mustard. It's not essential, but I do like what it adds to the depth of the mayonnaise, some salt and some white wine vinegar, a splash to begin with. And then you'd take your sunflower oil and very slowly, so slowly, slower than you would think, start to drop it in drop by drop. At first, it really, really is imperative that you go slow with the addition of the oil until you see it slightly start to emulsify and thicken and then drizzle the oil in at a more steady rate 
until it completely comes together and it really starts to thicken. I think that's the point at which you taste it. It might, an unseasoned mayonnaise is actually really disgusting to the untrained palate. It's the salt that you need to bring it to that beautiful end finish. So add extra salt and some extra vinegar and perhaps a splash of lemon juice to reduce it down to that consistency that you want. And at that moment, I would take some more wild garlic. I'd make a really fine, what our chefs would term as a chiffonade, very finely sliced wild garlic. And I would just drop that into the mayonnaise and, and mix it through. Perhaps a little grate of lemon zest and some freshly cracked black pepper. Bring that one all together, put it in a bowl and serve it on the side. And you've got a fantastic meal for one or a feast for friends. And that is the best way that you can really take advantage of really any wild herbs you can find, to be honest with you, because it's the most versatile and adaptable recipe that I can possibly think of using wild herbs, assorted cheeses, eggs, and a bit of butter. And that's my recipe for you. My thanks to Harriet Mansell for this week's recipe. For more from the hospitality sector, stay tuned to Monocle24. You can also subscribe to our magazine and sign up to our email newsletter, The Monocle Minute. Head to monocle.com for more info. I am Markus Hippi. Thanks for listening and bye for now. <laughs>